guys and welcome to the Foots, Bants and Everything in Between podcast. I'm Marcus Darwin. And I'm Noah Cowan and on today's episode we'll be catching up and recapping on what happened in the first half of the Premier League season as the January transfer window opened. Right, so before we get started today, we both went away and listed a couple of things. Do you want to read out categories? Yes, of course, mate. Okay, so we've got our top five matches so far, the team that has surprised us so far the most, the team that we have not been surprised with, and finally, our player of the season so far. And on top of that, we'll be looking into some of Arsenal's struggles, why overlapping centre-backs for Sheffield United has failed them this season, and a prediction for our top and bottom three. So get comfortable, get a drink, and get ready for foot spans and everything in between. Right, so Noah, we'll start with you. Well, let's let's hear your top five matches. So, got to start with Liverpool versus Leeds. First, we came in at the new season of Premier League. Um, 4 3 win Liverpool, but I was very surprised about how uh, Leeds got the three goals uh, past Alisson Becker, who's said to be one of the, one of the greatest goalkeepers that Liverpool have ever had. Really? I, um, I think I think Alisson's really overrated. I just think it's because he's got a decent defence in front of him. Uh, I can see where you're coming from with that, Marcus, mate. But, uh, you know, Liverpool... Liverpool have done well in previous years with with some mixed mixed goalkeepers, but I think Alisson, I have to say, is is done Liverpool doing Liverpool very well. Well, I mean, he is better than Mignolet or Carrius, isn't he? So. He is. He is exactly, exactly. All right. Let's um, see you next probably week. my second my second uh, match was Brighton versus Man United. Um, lots of penalty arguments. Um, Bruno Fernandez got man the match. All right. Um, Ninety. Plus eight. Yeah, eight I actually remember that. Um, what happened? You remember that? Was, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who was it? I think um, Maguire headed the ball, and Mupai, who actually uh, scored the goal for Brighton that put them in the lead, the first goal, and he did a crying celebration. And then after he gave away the oh, penalty because yeah, he, he, he punched he the ball, and then. So the re- he punched the ball and the referee blew his final whistle. But VAR said, nah, 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 there's a penalty there. And Mupai actually started crying after, which is the ironic thing after doing the crying celebration. He did, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so he that, did. there was a lot of controversy at, at that game because of the fact there that was. the referee blew there his was. final whistle and the penalty was still given. Exactly. So people were saying, oh, he can't, he can't, they can't go and do VAR yeah. after the 90th, after the final whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Probably it. my third favourite. I mean, this really wasn't my favourite because I am a big Liverpool fan. The Liverpool shocker, 7-2 Aston Villa on the 4th of October. You know the one I mean? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, honestly, mate, I wasn't very happy with that. I was at school that day and I'd uh, got a notification on my phone. Saying, oh, uh, that was Aston so Villa funny. Ollie, Ollie Watkins hat trick. Yeah, yeah. I got a notification on my phone saying Aston Villa 7, Liverpool 2. And uh, yeah, I wasn't very happy with that result. But it was probably one of my favourite matches because Liverpool haven't been beaten like that for quite a long time now. And you know, it was actually Aston Villa were at they were playing away at Anfield, which is which is at Anfield exactly. It is, exactly. It is surprising. It was a good performance for Aston Villa. Go on, let's see your next one. 
It was. Um, Liverpool 7, Crystal Palace 0. Um, of course, of course you are. A very recent game, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so having lost 7-2 to Aston Villa on, in, the, in October, they go and beat Crystal Palace 7-0 very recently, which was a good one for yeah. them. Because they, they have been missing some of their uh, very good players. Um, well, I, I actually, that game, I actually that's very glad recent. that you've so, uh, brought this I up. Because I, I want to ask you about that Liverpool-Everton yeah. game. That Liverpool-Everton game. Yeah. Where, um, yeah. who was it? There, there was someone offside. I think it was Van Dijk. But yet, um, Pickford, like, full-on... Yeah. Pickford full-on took him out. And now Van Dijk's still out. He did, he did. He's going to be out for some more time. So, what, what do you think about that? Do you think that if a player's out... Uh, offside, obviously, but the linesman isn't allowed to put his flag up or isn't supposed to, so he didn't. So the so everyone else thinks, uh, you know, oh crap, we've got to keep on playing in case it is onside. Do you think, even though it wouldn't it wouldn't yeah. have been given a penalty because he would have been offside, but do you think Pickford should have still got booked for for that incident? You know, Pickford being the being one of England's. Uh, Good goalkeepers having Good goal. de- 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 done very well England. in, in, the, in no, the no, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, no. I have to completely disagree with you there. Pickford should be dropped from the England squad. Uh, Nick Pope and Dean Anderson should 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 be our starting keepers. I don't even know why the T Rex is in goal. I mean, he, he couldn't he couldn't catch COVID if it slapped him in the face. So I have to disagree with you there. Well, well, well. He, he, he. To, to argue with your point there, he did, he did do very well in 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 the in the in the World Cup. Um, very well. Did remember, you, who they we we had the we had the easiest route to the final out of everyone in the World Cup. The only hard hard yeah. team we actually had to play was Belgium, and we lost yeah. both games against them. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, back to that Liverpool game. Uh. Um, I think uh, Pickford, yes, still should have been booked um, because he, he. Uh, I mean, the challenge he did—it it was a foul challenge, and uh, I mean, he's injured, isn't he? He's badly injured, so he it's is, and, a very bad and challenge. Richarlison also um, really badly injured uh, Thiago in that game. Who's Thiago? Still out yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. So... He was one of Liverpool's best signings, I should, I think. So. Yeah, it's a shame, yeah, but I mean, he's back. He's on the bench. He's on the bench. Thiago he is. He, is. he, he um, is. I think actually Liverpool Liverpool playing tonight, and Jürgen, uh, Jürgen Klopp yesterday said that he may play, may 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 or may not play. So that that will be have interesting. To see. We have to see you, you, yeah, you're exactly. playing Southampton tonight, aren't you? Liverpool. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah good Liverpool game. That good game. I'll make sure I watch that. Yeah, it should be a good game. All right. What's your What's your fit? Um, and then. Match? My final, my final favorite match, probably Brighton Newcastle. Really? Three 0 Brighton. Yeah, because Brighton, I've got a good mate at school who supports Brighton, and and they are Newcastle. You see, they have some good players like. Um, they got. Um, they signed Callum Wilson there. from Bournemouth, didn't they? They did. They did. That, that was a great they signing. Have, they also have Alan Say Maxima. Yeah, um, he's he's fast. And, that's why so Brighton. I mean, they don't really have many great players, but they still managed to go and win three uh, 0 on the twentieth of September. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're my top five matches, Marcus. Mate, 
Alright, I'll give you mine. Right. Yeah, so, this one kills me to say, but Man United won, Tottenham 6. It kills me. As a United fan, Ooh. it kills me. But And this actually happened the same weekend as the uh, Liverpool-Aston Villa defeat. So... Um, the two, the the teams that are both uh, joint first right now on points, uh, suffered their greatest defeats of the season um, on the same weekend. They did, they did, yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So the yeah. Man United Tottenham, it was great revenge for Jose Mourinho, wasn't it? It was absolutely wonderful for Jose was, Mourinho to to just watch the team that that really gave him nothing. Uh, made him lose his job. They didn't try for Jose Mourinho. You could see that in the, yeah, in the players. Didn't. There was a yeah, couple of players yeah. who tried, who would try just because they're wearing the Man United kit. You know, you got the likes of um, Rashford and yeah. um, Luke Shaw really tries when he's wearing the kit. But other than that, no one tried for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Mourinho, he came to Man United. They weren't really w- winning much. Yeah. Um, he got them second. He then, got them a Europa then, League. Got them a couple of trophies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he got the recognition he deserved. But you know, Jose no. Mourinho always suffers at his clubs with third season syndrome. He always does, he does. bad does. in the third season, and that's exactly what happened. And now he's gone. And now look, we're we're doing the best we've done since Alex Ferguson left. So yeah, exactly. Right. Um, Another thing that I wanted to point out with that Tottenham game is the fact, what has Jose Mourinho done with Harry Kane? He's turned him into a machine. He can now score goals and pass the ball. You know, they've got that Harry Kane and uh, Son partnership. It is, it, well, it is something else. Yeah. Um, uh, Harry you, Kane is just one of a kind now, really. He is, he is. Um, I think we've got a good chance. Uh, the Euros this season, England at the yeah, Euros. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Without a shadow of a doubt. Um, Harry Kane goal scoring machine pins them everywhere in the goal in the goal mate he's unbelievable he is right my next game he's unbelievable is um, you've actually did this one as well uh, this as a United point of view was was brilliant to watch uh, it was um, Liverpool losing uh, 7-2 to uh, Aston Villa and I mean we've already covered it so I'm not going to really we cover have. it. So yeah, there's not nothing really to to cover so, about this I've game. Got a, I've got a question. I've got a question to ask you. Go on. So, what do you think of uh, of Jack Grealish and 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 how he's playing at the moment? Oh, Jack Jack Grealish. I tell you what. I don't know how he's not how he's not solidified a place in that England starting eleven. He's he is just unbelievable. If you take if you take De Bruyne and Bruno Fernandes out out of the out of the Premier League midfield like talk because they're they're a different level now. Um, they are Jack, Jack Grealish is by far the best of the rest in the league. So so the thing I like him the thing I like about him the most is he's class player on the pitch. Um, but he's also got that that cocky attitude. He, him, he which, has that. He's got that attitude. Yeah, he he does. He does. He, he does. He's got that. Um, He's got that old school player feel to him. He's just hard as nails. He you can does. See. He, he does. does even. When he wears ankle socks. Like he on. does. He does. He's got his slick back hair in a hairband. I mean, he's just. 
he is definitely one of a kind, and I would love to see him at Man United. I would love it, but I I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately, because yeah. of the um of the transfer of Van der Beek that he's only played like what three Premier League games. He's 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 rotting away on the bench. Yeah. I feel yeah. for him, but it's quite clear that yeah. uh, in the summer, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer wanted um he wanted Grealish, but we didn't want to pay seventy million for him, so. Scholzka got Van der Beek, which exactly. is clearly not it's what he man, wanted. It's the money. It's clearly not what he wanted. No. But I feel like with no. the Man United board, they didn't want to spend a lot of money. Van der Beek was cheap, and it was like, oh, let's sign Van der Beek and we'll keep the fans quiet for a little bit until, oh crap, we're not signing Jaden Sancho. Exactly. They might burn my house down. Let's just give them something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. Um, the next one I've gone for was a very recent game, and it was actually um, Arsenal three. <laughs> Uh, Chelsea won. Now this. Oh yeah, tell me a bit, a bit more about that game. I don't. This, I'm, I'm not so. This was a very, very um, cool. funny game to watch. After oh, yeah? um, Chelsea fans have been bantering uh, Arsenal fans after their um, so-called relegation scrap when they were stuck in fifteenth, and Arsenal uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, went yeah, to yeah, Chelsea, yeah. playing playing the youngsters, playing not really any big names. Thinking, oh, I was looking at the lineup, saying, oh my gosh. Oh, Arsenal are going to get a thrashing here. And I tell you what, the youngsters performed so well. And they actually did it again. Yeah, but that's the thing with, that's the thing, that's they the actually, thing with youngsters. You yeah, think, they do. You think, oh shit. You think, oh shit, they're not going to be very good. But then they come out and just boss it. I know. It's, it's and um, they actually did the same yesterday against West Brom. Did Arsenal playing the youngsters. And they got, oh, really? uh, they got a 5-0 win, I think. Or 4-0 win. Oh, yeah. Yeah, against West Brom. I mean, it's West Brom, but didn't you guys did, draw to them? Did. You guys drew to West Brom, didn't yeah, you? We did, yeah, we did. We did. We did. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so you see, the, the top, the top teams, they, they, they even go and, they even go and lose or draw like Liverpool did. I know. Against those, those teams which you don't expect to, to bring you know, out those this, kind of results. This, you know, this year has well, last year now, uh, was so weird, and this Premier League season is showing that. All right, uh, my next one is absolutely a fantastic scoreline for me, beating our old rivals 6-2. That's right, it's Man United 6, Leeds 2. <laughs> oh my God, Scott Scott McTominay. Nah, let's, let's not call him that. Let's call him McSauce. McSauce, two goals <laughs> inside three minutes. What are you saying? Like, oh my uh... gosh. I tell you what, Leeds Leeds have been praised by so many people as the team that they they're the team that like oh my god Michael Bielsa they've they've got such a good uh, philosophy in the team. I tell you what, the players will turn up to a game not knowing whether they're going to win six nil or get beat six nil. Yeah, exactly. But uh, exactly. United just just performed out their skin and I'll tell you why it was it was because Leeds play a system of man marking each player has a player that they have to mark and when you man mark someone like Bruno Fernandes who just you, you you look at him for one minute you blink your eye and he's disappeared into the next side of the pitch yeah yeah it's it's gonna end up like that nothing nothing what? too much to say about that game as they say he's the Portuguese Magnifico he is the Portuguese Magnifico and my last Top five match was Tottenham three, West Ham three. And I'll tell you why. And this is for one reason. This is the great determination oh, by West Ham and the Lanzini last minute volley from outside of the box into the top corner. 
Oh my gosh, it was unbelievable. I mean, I was watching that game downstairs in my sitting room. Uh, me and my brother were just watching it because we put out um, Harry Kane uh, singing song in our in our fancy, fancy teams. teams. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so we were like, "Oh, let's go! They're gonna score a hat trick. It's gonna get us some points here." And then when when he scored that last kind of last minute volley, I was like, "Oh God, what a comeback from my fam!" It what a was. Comeback. It was. It was unbelievable, and it was unbelievably poor game management by Tottenham. Uh, we actually saw that a lot during Jose Mourinho's spell at Man United and other clubs. He's not oh, yeah. that good. Well, he's notorious for parking the bus, but parking the bus yeah. doesn't work when the other team can volley it outside the box, can't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, that was just ping, top bend, take yeah. his top off. What a celebration. All right. Uh, I want to ask you the next thing, the next category. What team have you been most surprised with this season? So I'm gonna, oh, Marcus, mate. I've I've put two down, mate, because I really couldn't decide between the two. Brighton uh, is one of my, uh, my first choice because they've just played outstandingly well um, throughout throughout the first sort of half of the Premier League season. Um, I mean, they have had some big losses. They have had some big wins, um, and they've just they just they've got a team full of youngsters who are just ready to to bring out what whatever they have really. And then my other other surprise surprising team is Aston Villa, as we mentioned earlier, okay. with the likes of Jack Grealish. Uh, I mean, they they've just they've just, for instance, like, as I said earlier, the seven two win against Liverpool, I was very surprised about that. Like I didn't think Aston Villa would go and be well, Aston Villa actually... won the Champions League and the Premier League. So yeah, Aston Villa actually currently uh, sit. Seventh in the league with um, yeah. game in hand, and if they win that game yeah. in hand, that does take them into fifth. No, sorry, into yeah. fourth. So yeah. Aston Villa having a very, very uh, good season. Yes, Marcus, mate. Let me ask you, what's been your most surprised, uh, surprising team? You know what? <laughs> Uh, you you've actually made a good decision there with Aston Villa. I was rethinking uh, my choice after hearing what you said, but yeah. See, I've only written one down, but I can think of two, and I can think of one yeah. of them for the wrong reason. So I'm going to go with my first one. I'm going to go with Man United. They've just they've surprised <laughs> of everyone. You are. Of no, you are. They have surprised everyone this season. I'm sorry, but after yeah. the after the start that we had, losing three one to home against Crystal Palace, I thought, oh my gosh, we're in for a dismal season. You know, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer nearly got sacked about five times in the first half of the season, but somehow, <laughs> somehow, yeah, we yeah, are yeah. now on level points um, with Liverpool. Um, yeah. So I think they've been very surprising. The other team I'm going to go with is, in fact. Um, Actually, let me elaborate a bit more on the Man United thing. I feel like what Schultz has now had, he's he's now figured out the base team that he goes with. Yeah, De Gea in yeah. goal, his his defense. The the, the wait, wait, wait. Let me it. ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Go on. Those De Gea mistakes that you've seen all over social media. How, how do you how do you feel about them? I tell you what, he's regained his form at the beginning. At 
after his mistakes, I was saying, oh my God, get Dean Henderson in. You know, he's young. He's got so much potential. Get Dean Henderson in the goal. Get rid of De Gea. Get some get some money for him. Uh, put that money yeah. towards uh, Jaden Sancho or Drak Gielich. But I tell you what, he's he's pulled some mad saves out of the bag recently. And the whole team has, confidence has. has been boosted. And it's also been boosted by by Eric Bailey coming out coming back from injury. And I tell you what, Eric Bailey, if he continues in the form that he's in, he's in contention for, for defender of the season in the Premier League. Very he true, is, very he true. is playing insane. His 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 confidence to come out um with the ball. And you know, he he got seen him run from from his own box to the halfway line with the ball. And this is a centre back and then do like a little Ronaldo chop pass to Pogba. You know, he yeah, he, he did a game he did a game winning uh block last game against um who did we just play? It was against Aston Villa. Um it was it he's playing so well. And you know um Bruno Bruno Fernandes that's one word. That's yeah. one reason Man United are where they are. Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, I, I, have to, I, have to, I have to agree. I really, yeah, I have to agree. And the other team that I'm going to go with that I've been most surprised by, but I'm being most surprised by how absolutely crap they've been, is Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. you know, after the signings that they made, Timo Werner, Ziyech, Kai Havertz, Chilwell, Mendy, Thiago Silva, I was thinking to myself, they're, they're going to walk the league. They are going to win the league. No, they're, they're sitting in eighth. They're sitting in eighth. Yeah, yeah they They've are. They've lost 3-1 they to are. Arsenal, who were in a relegation scrap not too long ago. And they yeah. just lost last yeah. night uh, 3-0 to Man City, who haven't been in the best of form either. No, they haven't. They haven't. I'd, I'd really expect, I'd expect Man City to be top three, in the, top three at the moment, mate, but they, they haven't had a good start, have they? They have not. And I... Werner has been the biggest dis- Werner and Havertz have been the biggest disappointment. They have been the biggest yep. flops of this transfer window. They have. They they have been they the have. biggest flops. Right. I want to hear um, what team you've been least surprised by. Uh, I think you've just said it, mate. Chelsea. Uh, they really? just. Uh, they just. They're just I not you know I the them. They're not. I just I just expect them to be up top 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 four. Um, in with a chance playing Champions League, but they just I, haven't been on it really. I think I I think Frank Lampard has got no idea what he's doing. So so they were saying. Uh, so I think I might have sent it to you yesterday, but they were saying that uh, Frank Lampard, um, Chelsea are looking at alternatives because he's. I just don't think he's got. He's got the experience in football, but I just don't think he's got the experience in managing his team, does he? He needs. I mean, okay, Chelsea have had look, a massive slump. They've, they've won. They've won one game in the past eight. Yeah. One win in seven. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And last night, I was watching the Chelsea game. It, it's not often that I watch a game that involves City. But you know, yeah. it was it was really it was like, ooh, they're 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 close together in the league. I'm gonna watch that. And I watched that game and I was thinking, he's he's playing it all wrong. Yeah. He was playing Aspilicueta instead of Reese James, who, yeah. by the way, Reese James is phenomenal, one of the best English youngsters there is. He's he's insane. And another yeah. thing he did was yeah. uh he 
the scoring form that Olivier Giroud's in, I was thinking, you, you've got to start him. You have to. Yeah. You've got, and I was also thinking, you know, you play, you either drop Werner or you play Werner on the left. Because Werner in this league, up front, he can't do it. He's used yeah, to playing in a farmer's league where he can run in behind the defence. You can't do that here. I mean, and another yeah. thing I saw was Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva made one decent block in that game. And then straight he after, he was too slow on Gundogan. Let him turn and let him shoot. That was one mistake. And the next mistake was the Phil Foden near post. Um, a Mendy, yeah. their goalkeeper, who they say, oh, is our saviour, is our saviour. He's, he, I'm sorry, he, he's just, he's, 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 he's the same as Kepa. And is, I feel yeah. like they spent £70 million on Kepa. They have. They have to give him another him. chance. They have to give Kepa another chance. They do, they do, they do. Because uh, I, I feel just, like... That's why, that's why I chose them, because... I mean, oh. they've put this new guy in goal, and uh, uh, and and Kepa. I mean, Kepa's form. They they did they put this new guy in goal because Kepa's form has been shite, mate. It has, it has. Um, but look, I, what I feel like what's going to happen to Kepa now is going to be the same thing that's happened to Carius. He's going to yeah. be he's going to be shipped off to a club. He's not going to have the confidence, and he, exactly, exactly. You're never going to hear hear of him again. Yeah, no, you don't. You're not. Right, the team that I've been least surprised um, with this yeah, season least surprising team for you, mate. is, in fact, Liverpool. Now, this is least surprised by a good way. You know, oh, I yeah. expected Liverpool to be at the top, uh, one of the yeah. one of the top teams after the form that they, the form that they've been in. You know, winning the cha- winning the Champions League a couple of seasons ago, winning the Premier League last season. But I also feel like ever since uh, Liverpool got knocked out of the Champions League against Atletico Madrid last season, they have not yeah. been the same team. No, they haven't. They've just lost that tiny bit of swagger, and that's what I think yeah. Jurgen Klopp tried to do by bringing in Jota, who, by the way, has been a phenomenal signing. He's phenomenal. phenomenal as well. He has. Oh he has. wow! Oh. What was it like? Eight goals in three games or something. He's he's wow! What a breath of fresh air! What a breath of fresh air! And um, yeah. and you know, with Thiago coming in, um, I feel like he can he adds something to the midfield. He does. He does. Um, well, I also think one of the big problems was, and his start and score now was Firmino's goal drought at Anfield. He didn't score it at the whole se- the whole of last season at Anfield until the last game. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, I I really and there's reports coming out that um, Salah's best friend is is saying that he wants to leave Liverpool. He's not he getting the he's, he's not getting the recognition he deserves, and maybe that's why no. Jurgen Klopp's brought in Jota. Yeah, I mean they may have pre-planned this, or and as you say, they're going to bring in Jota and mix the mix the lineup up completely. If if Mo Salah decides that he's had enough of Liverpool. Well, there's been a lot of re- lot of uh, reports coming in as well saying yeah, that if Mbappe to. was gonna leave uh, PSG, one of his favorite destinations would be Liverpool. So Liverpool, I wouldn't bet yeah. against uh, Salah leaving and Mbappe coming in. I wouldn't bet against it. Yeah, no, and I mean that would be a class signing for Liverpool. It would be a class signing for Liverpool, but Mbappe, I don't know. Uh, Man United played PSG two times in the Champions League group stage this season. Yeah. 
We got yeah, knocked out, have. obviously. And both <laughs> games, both games, I really wasn't impressed by Mbappe. Yeah. You know, if Mbappe is getting pocketed by by Harry Maguire, yeah. You know, it's Harry Maguire. He's a fridge. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> oh, all right. And who's been your? Right, so Marcus, I've got to. I've, I'll ask you actually this one first. God. Who's been your player of the season? Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. He's our Portuguese <laughs> magnifico. Bruno Fernandes, mate. Yeah, I can see why you say that. One, because you're a Man United fan, and two, he has been on unbelievable form. Bruno Fernandes has is um was it? He's had 33 um, goal contributions, whether that's goals or assists, in 30 games. And the only player that's yeah. done that more in Premier League history is Andy Cole, who, by the way, ex-Man United player, with 35. Oh, so, yeah. I'm sorry, but he, he's, 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 he's out, of the, out of the competition of De Bruyne now. He, he's proven yeah. he's, he is better than De Bruyne. He's more versatile. He's more consistent than De Bruyne. And he's a leader. I'll tell you what, he's not wearing that armband, but everyone knows that he's the captain of that team. And that's what Ole Gunnar Schultzgott is trying to acquire more of. He's trying to, to acquire more leaders. And that's why I think Van der Beek's come in, because the performance that Van der Beek has put in when he's been playing, he is he's he's very a vocal player. He's a very vocal player. And I feel like what what um, Schultzgar is doing is he's waiting for Pogba to go because there's been uh, insider reports of Man United saying the Man United board is ready to sell Paul Pogba in uh, summer after the remarks made by his super agent, Mina Raiola, who's a tosser, by the way, hate him. Um, and I just feel <laughs> like uh, Van der Beek will come in into that Pogba role uh, and, and just complete it. So... Yeah, that's why I picked yeah. Bruno. Um, who's yours? So you may think this is a weird one, but uh, I picked uh, Tarek Lamptey. Uh, really? He's the Brighton right back. Um, uh, he's twenty, only twenty years old, and uh, he's been man of the match for them uh, in every single game, but the last three or something because he's been injured with quite a bad injury actually. So they haven't had him. Uh, Brighton haven't they? Brighton haven't had him playing for at least two game weeks. Wow. Um, but yeah, he's 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 a, he's he's very a very talented footballer. Um, he is. He's, he is. He's playing. He's playing in the England uh, under twenty one team, which shows that in years to come, he will hundred percent hopefully be selected selected for the England, he is. The England team. And I think he's more complete than Arnold because Arnold going forward. Don't get me wrong. He's 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 one of the best. He is the best. <laughs> he is, he is, but de- but defending. Yeah. You know, defending is yeah. is not that great, and I feel like Tarek Glamty, um, like suits. He's an all rounder, and he's he is, he is quick. He's rapid. He's rapid. Man. He is quick. Rapid. I think I, I don't. I may be wrong with this one, mate, but uh, Tarek Glamty is the quickest uh, Premier League footballer. I I, I should think. I well, maybe you may have your opinions, but he is rapid. That yep, yeah, that's that's a that's a fair shout. Ball, that. Even with the ball at his, even with the ball at his feet, you just got you, you see him and he's gone, mate. Yeah. All right. Uh, and he's gone. I want to talk to you a bit about why do you think Arsenal are struggling so much this season? Do you think it's Arteta's got no clue? Do you think 
what what do you think's gone wrong with them today uh, this season? Uh, I just think um, Arteta um, is 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 just I don't know. Maybe his tactics. It maybe is the way he wants to play, but. Uh, I just don't think he's doing Arsenal very well at the moment. I mean, they're meant to be a very good side, but they're, they're just not doing well. And, and he's just, yeah, he's. I just don't think he's the manager Arsenal wants. Really? Yeah. Well, I I feel like what they've done there is okay. He's had he's had what three seasons assistant manager Pep Guardiola yeah. side. He he's yeah. got he's he should have. What they're thinking is he should have some knowledge of Pep Guardiola. And what I think they're anticipating is that he was going to be the next Pep Guardiola. Yeah, I do see where you're coming from there, yeah. But after they signed him, oh, there was some dirty play gone on there. After after they um, signed Arteta as manager, um, it, it came out that the assistant manager at City does nothing. Pep Guardiola even leads the training yeah. training sessions at City. Um, so he I does. feel that they've just made they've made an error there. But I tell you what, in the past two games, Arteta's gone out with a with a decently young side. Uh, you know, yeah. it reminds me a bit of the uh, Man United yeah, class of '92 when we brought out loads of youngsters and suddenly we started yeah. winning stuff. And I feel like. Yeah. Um, you know what? I I see Arsenal going places with the young side. Yeah. I think they need a more experienced manager. Maybe they get uh, Thomas Tuchel, who's just been uh, sacked by Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah I feel but, like... But Arsenal, yeah. I mean, Arsenal have got very good players. I mean, they've got the likes of Lacazette. Who else they have, Marcus? They have Aubameyang. Yeah, exactly. Aubameyang, he's just... He's been all right. He's just getting on with it really isn't he they He's have Ozil who's club, not but... playing yeah, they, they should they, they should do. they should be putting him in the squad yeah but, but as you say with um, Aubameyang he's just trying to do his best for the club and his best is just not working at the moment it's just not he can't he, no. nothing's going for him yeah, Lacazette's been been scoring loads and loads of goals hasn't he yeah exactly he has he scored a uh, screamer the other day. I can't remember who it was against. You know what? If um, if Saka, Bayoko Saka, keeps up his form, I see him being a very strong yeah. contender of a young player of the season. Yeah. He's, he's been, yeah, yeah, he's been yeah, the only player who's, who's been playing out of their skin every game yeah. for Arsenal. Yeah. Right. Did you see the... Uh... Did you see the um, news that Liverpool put out yesterday? I did where, think uh, that they got, might not uh, be getting any transfers. Know. Yeah. Yeah. It, interesting. They have solutions that. in the squad, but uh, they're very they're struggling with a lot of injuries. So uh, they don't. I mean, they have money, but they don't really have money to spend in this up and coming transfer market. It, interesting comment that, and I feel yeah. like what they'll be trying to do is maybe getting a centre back on loan with an option yeah. to buy. So it'll be like, yeah, we'll have you on loan until the end of the season and then we'll buy you for this much. And I feel like a strong contender for that. I don't I don't really know who who uh, Liverpool are interested in, but I'm feeling like Connor Cody might be an option from Wolves. 
Yeah. He's a big yeah. Liverpool fan. He is. I think he might have been brought up, brought up in Liverpool, actually, but I'm maybe wrong with that. He was, he was, he was. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I also want to ask you, uh, this is a good question. Last season, Sheffield United surprised us all. You know, they yeah. nearly got Europa League football. They they were just a yeah, very big surprise really to the league. And now they're yeah. sitting rock bottom with not a single win. Yeah. They're on course to have the worst yeah. record in Premier League history. Do yeah. you think because yeah. of last season, they played this new style of football that we haven't seen in the Prem of overlapping centre-backs, where the centre-backs flooded forward into the box and they added a lot more players into the box for Sheffield United. Do you think that a lot of teams have now sussed out how to combat that and it's just not working for Sheffield United anymore? Um, I mean, you see, they, they're probably like, oh, yeah, yeah. This is gonna work. This is gonna work. Obviously, all the players do like analysis. I'm all right. I'm right yeah. in saying before all, before the game. So let's say Liverpool will go and play Sheffield United, and they'll be in the in the room, getting uh, uh getting up some highlights of the Sheffield United games and seeing their their overlapping centre backs. Um, yes. and they'll just capitalise on that, and and that means that they'll be stuck. Uh, Sheffield United will be stuck with very yeah. few defenders out in the backfield and. And can see goals. And I feel like Chris Wilder has done so much for that club. He has done so much for that club. Yeah. But he needs he needs to find a solution soon. Otherwise, he'll be gone. He will be sacked. Exactly. Exactly. He will be sacked, but he will be acquired by another Premier League club. There'll be a Premier League club soon enough that will sack their manager. And Chris Wilder will come yeah. in. I'm, I'm looking at Brighton right now. They really have not had a good past five games. They've had a draw, a loss, and a draw, draw, draw. So I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not sure about this one. Right. Yeah, um, I mean, um, Graham Potter for Brighton. Graham yeah. Potter for Brighton is just he's he said to be the a good manager for them and. Like, they like the way he, he tries to play, but they're just not winning as yeah. many games as they want to be winning. And I, and I thought as well that they would actually yeah. have a good, uh, decent season this se- uh, decent season with the um, you know the development of Tariq Lamti and the acquisition of Lalana from exactly. Liverpool. But and just... also buying in Danny and also buying in Danny Welbeck. Yeah, Danny Welbeck. Uh, it just hasn't gone their way. Yeah, no, it hasn't. It hasn't. Um. It hasn't. Right, and so also I wanna... Adam Lallana from Liverpool, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I want to. Uh, he he was he was very good for Liverpool, um, and then he's come to Brighton. He's tried to really be the star of the show there because uh, he knows that he's been playing with yeah. one of the best sides in the country in the in, in the world, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I want I want to finish this uh, episode off uh, by asking you um, the way that the season's gone. Who do you predict are going to finish in the top three? My top three um, are going to be Liverpool first. Liverpool will win it, do the double. Okay. Um, second, I will probably second. I'm probably going to go with United if they keep up their their winning streak and their and their, their the way they play and, and 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 keep their players from getting injured. Then I think yeah, they can come. They they'll come second. Okay. 
And then third, I'm just going to get the Premier League table up um, at the moment. I'm going to go with, I said Liverpool, Man United, and I'm going to go with Tottenham are going to finish third. Tottenham. With the likes of Harry Kane and, and Xunming Son. They're right. just two class players. They what are, about, they what are. about you, Marcus? Right, well, for my top what three. What about you? What's your Premier League standing? Uh, I want to go for, you know what? I'm going to throw out there. Man United to win the league this season. Uh, yep. I'm going to go Liverpool, very, very close second. And I'm going to do Man City third. From fifth, yeah. I mean, there's still loads of games to go, but yeah, I can see that happening. And then yep. if I was going to predict uh, what team, uh, what teams are going to get relegated, I'll have to straight up go yeah, for Sheffield think. United, uh, West Brom and Brighton. Ooh, you're saying Brighton? Yeah. I'm going to go Sheffield United... Um, I'm going to go West Brom and then I'm going to go the Fulham, the bottom three that is now. Fulham have come up from, from the championship, championship and they've had some good games. Um, they've had very good games, but I just don't think they have that, that consistency that, that, other, that other teams like Brighton have. I, they've been I, very consistent. I think Fulham are going to pull out the bag. You think? Yeah. Well... It's been Ooh. great to to do this first episode with you, Noah. It has been. I've really enjoyed it, mate. Absolutely. I have class. too. Right. And um, we'll be back next week for some more. That's everything from foot and everything in between. Cheers.